But you know what? Sometimes it's important for us to remember. You know why? Because there are people like Thomas. They don't care if you walk on water. They don't care if you turn water into wine. They don't care if you raise the dead. They don't care if you cast out demons. What they care about is, do you have any scars? Have you been through anything? Until they see that you have been through what they have been through, they are not going to believe anything you tell them. You can preach all you want. You can perform miracles all you want. You can cast out demons all you want. But what they need is evidence. Of course, waiting on evidence is not the best way to believe. Nevertheless, God loves people like that. And God needs us to be able to show these people that, hey, you know what? I went through this. I overcame it. I let it go. I forgave. And you can do the same thing too. Until you're able to reveal to them your testimony they are not going to believe. If we all forgot the things that happened to us, we will not have a testimony. You know why? Because we will not remember what the testimony is. How can you and I forgive something we forgot anyways? Man, uh, I don't remember what happened. The emphasis about forgiving is... Just not taking hold of it. Don't dwell on it. In 1 Corinthians 13, remember I told you love forgives. It says that love does not take account of wrongs. If love does not take account of wrongs, love must have been aware of the wrongs not to take it. Love is aware, but it doesn't take forgiveness is aware of the wrongs, but it doesn't take it. It doesn't dwell on it. It doesn't hold on to it. So when we forgive, it's not that we don't remember what happened. It means we don't dwell on it. We don't take hold of it. We don't grab it. We don't spend time on it. We just let it go. With that in mind, I prefer a different phrase than forgive and forget. Instead of forgive and forget, I like to encourage people to say forgive and forfeit. Forgive and forfeit. Let it go. Let it go. Of course, if you say you forgive somebody and you remember it and every time you see the person you're really angry and you're you're very resentful then perhaps you need to forgive again perhaps you need to check your heart and forgive again forgiveness is not something we do when we hear about someone talk about forgiveness <laughs> forgiveness is a lifestyle it's something we do over and over again I, I once heard I believe it was dr. Miles Monroe say that forgiveness does not heal you Forgiveness opens the door for God to come and heal you. Forgiveness does not heal you. It opens the door for God to come and heal you. So when you forgive, you open yourself up to begin to receive your healing. And healing is a process. It doesn't happen overnight. It happens over time. Just like 
a person might sustain an injury and go to the hospital. The doctor works on the patient. After the doctor works on the patient, chances are the patient still feels pain. But over time, the pain will subside along the same lines. When we forgive somebody, God comes in and heals us. And after he heals us, chances are we still feel pain. But over time, as long as we stay in the spirit of forgiveness, we'll experience our relief. So you see somebody that hurt you. You forgave them from your heart. You pray to God to give you the strength, the grace to do so. You let it go. You see the person again. You might feel a little bit of pain, but that's okay. In fact, I like to say that you see somebody and you feel something, pray for them. Pray for them. Over time, you see them. It's not a big deal. At first, you might feel a little bit of pain. That's okay. But over time, you just pray for them. I recall a situation where there was an individual that I was affiliated with and um, we had some misunderstandings. I felt like I felt like we had some misunderstandings and I noticed on, on, on an occasion I, I saw the individual and I felt it was a little subtle, but I felt like I felt something move up my belly or I felt a feeling. I was like, uh oh, I don't know what that is, but that's not happening to me. So um, I just prayed about it. I pray for the person. In fact, the individual is one of um, the individuals I pray for on a regular basis, not just because of that incident, but just in general. And I pray for them. I spoke blessings over them. And I told God, I was like, God, I don't know what that is, but that's not happening. I love this person. I wish him the best. Bless them. Take good care of them. Meet their needs. Just positive things. And... You know, everything is cool. I say the individual once in a while and we're cool. No worries. But I want to encourage you. So you see somebody and you feel a little something, let that be a cue for you to pray for them. Not against them, but for them. So once again, four things about forgiveness. Number one, it's not about someone getting away with what they did to you. It's for your freedom. Number two, you need God's grace. Pray for God. Pray to God to give you the grace to forgive them. Number three, it doesn't mean you have to get back to the way things were before. You need to set boundaries to protect yourself. There's a difference between forgiving and trusting. And number four, it doesn't mean you forget what happened. It doesn't mean you never think about it. And if it ever crosses your mind and you feel angry, just pray about it. You might need to forgive again. That's okay. Pray for them, not against them. You know, God has a lot in store for you and I. And in order for us to receive the things that God has for us, obviously we need faith. Mark eleven twenty three says, If you say to this mountain, be cast into the sea and believe in your heart that what you say will come to pass, you will have whatever you say. Therefore, a lot of us are, are saying things. We're speaking God's word over our lives. We're speaking the things that I want God to do for us. We're making declarations. We're speaking the word and, and making declarations of the things that God has for us. In the next verse in Mark eleven twenty four, 24, it says, Therefore, as a result of the fact that you can say something and believe what you say 
and have what you say. Therefore, Mark eleven twenty four. whatever you desire, when you pray, believe you receive it and you will have it. So a lot of us are praying. We're declaring things. We're saying things. We're praying things. But the reality is for some of us, these things are not happening in our lives. The things we're believing, we're saying, the things we're declaring, the things we're praying about are not coming to pass. And a lot of us are frustrated. We're not able to move forward into the things that we're declaring, into the things we're believing for, into the things that we're praying for. And we're frustrated, wondering why am I not moving forward? I'm doing what the Bible says. I'm speaking the word. I'm declaring the word. I'm believing the word. I'm praying the word. Why am I not moving forward? Maybe it's because of verse 25 of Mark 11. Mark 11, 23 says, you say something, you say to this mountain, be removed, be cast into the sea, and believe in your heart that what you say will come to pass, you will have whatever you say. Therefore, verse 24, when you pray, whatever you desire, believe you receive it and you shall have it. Verse 25 says, and whenever you stand praying, if you have something against anyone forgive them so that God can forgive you so in a sense a lot of people a lot of us are doing verses 11 mark 11 23 and 24 but not doing 25 so it's almost like 25 cancels 23 and 24 if if we see mark 11 23 and 24 as a contract then mark 11 25 is the clause in the contract Whatever you say, obviously, that lines up with God's word and believe in your heart, you shall receive it. However, if you have anything against anyone, forgive them so that God can forgive you. One of the reasons, again, that people don't move forward is because they look back. How so? Through unforgiveness. Unforgiveness closes the door to your future and opens the door to your past. Forgiveness closes the door to your past and opens the door to your future. Unforgiveness looks back. Forgiveness looks forward. Unforgiveness leads to regression. Forgiveness leads to progression. So forgive. If we don't forgive others, God can't forgive us. I like to look at it this way. If you don't let it go, God can let it come. If you don't let it, him, or her go, God can't let it, him, or her come. If you don't let it, him, or her go out of your life, God can let it, him, or her come into your life. Be encouraged. Let it go so that God can let it come. I hope this has been a blessing to you. I hope that you can take this and apply it. I want to encourage you. I'm going to pray. Father, I pray for this person right now. And I ask you, Lord, to just pour your spirit on them, Lord. Holy Spirit, give them the grace, the empowerment to let it go, whomever it is. That may have hurt them, whether it's a person or a group of people. Father, I ask you, Lord, that you pour your spirit on them and enable them to forgive. 
If you're listening to this right now, I want to help you pray and I want to ask you to repeat after me. Father, help me. Give me your grace to forgive. I believe I have that grace right now. Therefore, I pray for this person. You mentioned the person's name or mentioned their names. As you mentioned their names, you just say, Father, I forgive them. I let it go. Help me not to hold on to whatever those individuals' names are did to me. Father, I forgive them and let it go. Thanks for giving me the grace. Thank you for healing me. Thank you for helping me to move forward. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this. Be encouraged. Walk in forgiveness. If they ever cross your mind and you feel bad about it, just pray. Pray for them. Jesus said we should pray for our enemies. Pray for them. Don't let what happened in your past hold you back from what God has for you in the future. But thanks for listening to this. God bless you. Thank you for listening to the While You Are Single podcast. We hope that you were informed, inspired, and impacted. OJ Tokes has written a life-changing book titled Rejected for a Purpose, How God Uses Rejection to Help You Find and Fulfill Your Destiny. If you would like to learn more about the book, please visit ojtokesministries.org. That is ojtokesministries.org. If you like Christian inspirational hip-hop, check out OJ Tokes' Christian inspirational hip-hop album, A Breath of Fresh Air, which is now available on iTunes, Google Play, Amazon, and other music outlets. You can also learn more about his music by going to ojtokesministries.org. Thanks again for listening to the While You Are Single podcast, which OJ Tokes presents weekly, every Monday. If this podcast has been a blessing to you, please share with your friends and join us again next Monday. Until then, take care and stay blessed.